stuck in our homes But you're not alone Press the big feet and knees We'll shoot the breeze COVID-19 has you down Down So stay with us and hang around Until it all works out Hi, I'm Peggy. And I'm Dave. How are you, Dave? I'm tired. <laughs> too much Cinco de Mayo revelry today? Oh, yeah, that's it. You know me so well. <laughs> Lots of drinking today. No, um, no, walked three miles this morning, and then I have not basically moved from my desk since 7.30 a.m. Yeah. So it's one yeah. of those. And I got slammed today too. It's yeah, it's all right. It's Cinco de Mayo though. So are you gonna have tacos? No. It's also Taco Tuesday. You're killing me. No, we're not. And in fact, interestingly, last night Max and the rest of the kids all got Taco Bell last night, which they never get. Okay. So last night was a Taco Bell night, so I can't imagine that there's gonna be Mexican food again tonight. Ugh. Yeah, I'm not a fan of Taco Bell. Um, I think I've eaten Taco Bell twice in my life. Yeah, I, I one time when Robbie was, I forget, maybe fourth grade, I decided to surprise his class with a Taco Bell party pack on Cinco de Mayo. So I took like 30 tacos to his class and they all had tacos and the <laughs> teacher complained that the classroom like reeked for the rest of the week. <laughs> Well, you know, what can I say? That's so, right. I was room mom. I did a good job. So. You get what you pay for. Exactly. <laughs> so, no, we had tacos, and um, it it was sunny. Now it's overcast. Um, I don't know. Dave, today's just a hard day. Today, Today, I'm just feeling being you know, socially distanced. I'm just, I'm feeling it more today. I hear you. It's, listen, it's a slog. It is a slog and we're, we're, we're deep in it now. This is, we've recorded 40, this will be the 45th podcast, I think, or no, 46th, 45th or 46th. And we missed one day. So it's actually one day longer than that. And we started recording after we were both quarantining. Yeah. So, you know, we're probably north of 50 days. Yeah. And, uh, and I mean, I want out. I really do. But it scares me, too. It's just. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just feeling it today. They just announced that the beaches in Ocean City, Maryland are, are going to open regardless of what the governor says. The mayor overrode the governor, which when I went to civics, that's not how it worked. But whatever um yeah so, so the boardwalks are going to be open i'm i'm okay like with the beaches if people are responsible you know because to me you know i go for a walk through the neighborhood and i stay away from people and if i lived on the beach i would probably walk along the beach you live at the beach you walk along the beach right 
I don't walk along the beach when I walk on a day like today. There is a beach where I can go down right. and walk. Though actually, Jackson told me a few days ago, he's like, oh, yeah, no, they closed that beach like two weeks ago. It's been a while since I've been there. So, okay. um, you know, there's not a lot of beach walking. I think right now only the state beaches are open and town beaches are closed. That's how okay. it's working. But um, I can walk, you know, I can see the water where I walk. Right. But like the, the idea that the boardwalk is opening scares me. Because the whole the whole draw of the boardwalk is the crowd and the excitement and the the people and the energy, and I mean, it's it's gonna happen again. You know, people are gonna go, and it just it just scares me. I think it's fairly inevitable that this is gonna happen. I have seen I have seen really interesting data showing what happens in countries where they basically closed everything down, mm -hmm. just shut it down. And what you see is um, a line that ascends incredibly steeply and then just falls off a cliff. And okay. when you look over the same time period for what's happening in the UK and in the United States, the line ascends very quickly and we have not seen anywhere near the kind of drop off that's happened in these other countries. It basically, it's dropping, but at a, at a much slower rate. Mm -hmm. And these other countries are just starting to open up and some of them are experiencing problems. So um, I fear that it's somewhat inevitable that we're just going to we're going to wind up right back where we started. And I, I heard so someone who um, is fairly close to this world, who's, you know, does a lot of data analysis, told me they said there's a two week lag time between sort of reopening and when you see what the impact is. Right. So, because of the incubation period. Right. So yeah. it's highly probable that everything will look good and people will get more confident and and flood the market, so to speak, over that two week period. And all of a sudden um, you're going to be in exactly the same or in worse in a worse position than you are right now. Yeah. Which is really depressing. But I think I'm certainly mentally preparing for that reality. Yeah, we are, too. Hey, did you did you read any of the articles about the what's happening with kids that the sudden onslaught of um a diagnosis of kawasaki disease no. have you heard about that no yeah so so this is interesting um there and and i'll bring this back to why i care about this in a second i mean obviously i care but that how this is related um my nephew is 14 years old and was very very sick a few weeks ago started coughing his COVID test, I understand, came back negative, um, but he was still coughing and very, very sick. Started out with a really bad cough, high, high fever, like 104 fever. Um, coughing, didn't go away. Finally took him to the hospital um, and they admitted him and they diagnosed him with Kawasaki disease. Hmm. Which to me just, I mean, okay. But if you research it as typically little, or, I mean, he didn't really fit the profile other than the blood work and, and elevated things and, and all of that. So they treated him for it and he, he recovered and he's home now. But now there's some research coming out that there's been a sudden influx of kids with Kawasaki disease being diagnosed. And it's relating back to undiagnosed COVID. Hmm. So really? that's my, yeah. So that's kind of how I, I didn't know if you'd heard about that because the, the data obviously was coming out of New York initially because 
I guess New York had a sudden rise in Kawasaki disease among kids. But my I've nephew not, was one of them. So yeah, interesting. I've not, heard that. I've not heard that. That's very interesting. So, yeah, I think a lot of scary stuff is going to come out. I mean, I'm trying to not be a doomsdayer. I'm trying to just stay the course. And I mean, I can't afford to, to be lax, especially with Timmy. So we will continue to be diligent and be safe. And, you know, I will stay home with the boys and Scott hopefully will start venturing out to stores a little bit because we're out of drinking milk and ice cream. Um, but, you know, that's how we're going to do it. We're just going to yeah. keep staying the course until, you know, until there's a real less threat and then we'll see how it goes. Yeah. But it's hard. It's especially today. Today, it today is hard. was a and hard just, day. I just I just hit Google News and in the health part of my Google News feed, yeah, the USA Today article from two hours ago, the boogeyman of pediatrics. What is Kawasaki disease and is it linked to the coronavirus? It's gotta be. I mean, it just and and I know they say that he was negative for it, but it just it makes it's too much of a coincidence for a kid who never had anything wrong to suddenly be diagnosed with Kawasaki. I mean, we're like, what, what? <laughs> um, yeah. And for it now to be hitting the news, it's just too much of a coincidence. Yeah, it's, I'm, I'm sure we'll find out more. The other thing that um, isn't being talked about a lot, but that I have read is that the, the people who, who get, who get coronavirus and survive it, um, the damage to them afterwards, yeah. which may be permanent, is really profound, like significant lung damage and stuff. I, it's That's the other piece of this that is is kind of missed. I don't think there's any real understanding yet of if you get this, how bad and, and how long the, the damage is. Yeah, it, I just, mean, it's scary. Yeah. So, so we will not be going to the boardwalk. We will not be doing any of that. Um, you know, as much as I hate to to do it, we're still in for the long run here. When do you have to start traveling again? Are you still shut down or are you going to be opening up soon? No, we're shut down. And honestly, I was just talking with, with a bunch of the leaders in my organization today. And um, A, I, I think, you know, we're, 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 we're reassessing travel for a variety of reasons, not least of which you know, one of the things you learn when you don't do it anymore is just how expensive it is. You sort of know that when you look at your your right. profit loss statements. But when you see the impact it has on the business when you don't travel and you see that the business can still operate to some degree because you can video conference and just because you're forced to manage mm -hmm. differently, um, it's real eye opening. So um, I don't I, I don't have I don't think I'm going to be on the road, honestly um anytime before august or even september um and that may be that may be overly optimistic there is no one there, there's no upside right now to traveling there's no right. upside um the only thing that can happen is you can get sick um, and then infect other people so why do it um so i can tell you that um i know that i know that major uh, medical conferences are canceling July events now, um, okay. and I know that there are events even scheduled in September 
that are that are um, not known P that are coming off the calendar. So um, I, I I think that's that's for me is kind of the canary in the coal mine. I I think that people even even when we have the proverbial all clear, I think that people are going to shy away from from the big crowded venue type events for a while. I mean maybe even you know, it might change the way I operate. I mean, forever. I don't know. I mean, it's just when I, the thought of going into crowds right now, and, and it's funny if you would ask me, you know, a year ago, when you see the images from, from China and people walking around with masks just on the street, it looks so bizarre to me, like what, what, what's going on there. And now I totally get it. And I will probably be one of those people that put me in a crowd and I'm still going to mask up. I mean, I think it's changed everything on that level for a lot of people. Yeah, at least until there's a vaccine. I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, if there's a vaccine and everyone takes it and then there's no risk, then th that's a very different animal, and you can sort of see a you can see a, a, a normalized life. But until there's a vaccine, yeah, yeah, I think you're looking. I think you're looking at something that feels very foreign to us, but. Um, it's just the way it's going to be. It's interesting, though, that that things are already starting to shift. I got a lot of emails from like uh, promotional companies and things like that, and now you know I'm starting to see you know get get a mask with your logo to give to your clients. I'm like, all right, now it starts. Yeah, absolutely. There's um, I know that um, there the, the, I just got a message from the Boston Celtics. You can now get branded Celtics masks. Oh, sorry, Mike. My Amazon decided to talk because I said Celtics and oh, she misinterpreted okay. <laughs> that. But um, no, they're 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 just starting to, you know, yeah. Everyone is 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 leaning into this because if you're if you're not making money and or you just want to be socially responsible or both, why not? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I I don't blame them. It was just like, wow, okay, that's a good idea. Fast. Yep. Yep. So, Oh, well, but I'm going to, I think I'm going to try to decompress tonight and recenter myself and pick up my gratitude journal and do some meditation and see if I can get my mind in a better frame by tomorrow for you. Okay, that's fair. I think it's okay, by the way, to feel this way. I don't think you should be actively trying to push it away. It's, it's really hard. I don't hard. like feeling this way, though. I don't like it. <clears throat> No one does, but it's really hard to be yeah. up constantly in this. It there's, is. there's no way it won't affect people. Yeah. So I just don't want to be stuck there. So that's my goal is to maybe wallow tonight um, and then start again tomorrow. There I go. I just, I just thought of the name of this podcast. This is the 24-hour wallow. There you go. See, happy to help. <laughs> always. You're always helpful. All right, Dave. We'll talk tomorrow. Happy Cinco de Mayo. Sorry you don't have any tacos. That makes me sad. Well, Another no, it, reason I'm sad now. No, no, no. You shouldn't be sad. I'm not a big fan of the taco, so I'm really not missing anything. Yeah, I don't really like them either, but my kids love them, and so does Scott. So they had tacos. I had leftover spaghetti, but I had it in a taco bowl, so I think that kind of counts. I, I am a huge fan of guacamole. That's I do oh, miss guacamole. Okay. I haven't had that in a while. I don't like that. 
Ooh, so I, I never liked it. And I always thought it was gross. And I was like, it's so green and uh, just never, I, I truly did not have guacamole till probably about maybe two or three years ago. Okay. And I think the first time I ever really had it was at, oh no, it wasn't at a Chipotle. I forget where I had it. I had it at a local place that does really good Mexican food, a really good Mexican restaurant. And they made guacamole right at the table had it fresh and I was like oh where has this been all my life <laughs> <laughs> you've been scraping it off that's where it's been oh I would have licked the bowl if it was appropriate yeah. but... I don't like avocados so all right oh well to each their own all Indeed. right we'll talk we'll talk tomorrow sounds good take care bye bye we're stuck in our home.